Hey everybody, welcome back to this episode of Elevated Office. My name is Eric McGrew. I'm the owner and operator of Eric's Tree Service in Montrose, Colorado. And this is also my podcast that I run, produce, and, well, generally host. So today in episode 22 of season 2, we are going to talk about different pulleys that I've used and different styles of pulleys that I've used for tree rigging, what I think about them, what some of the pros and cons are, and which ones I like the most. So let's get into it. Before we get into the episode though, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about our sponsors. Why? Well, because they helped me keep this show going and I couldn't really do it without them. So I'm super stoked to have as a longtime sponsor, GapArborSupply.com. Now you've heard me talk about Gap a lot. I don't mean to bore you guys to death with them, but I'm telling you, it's going to be hard to find a arborist supply store that understands climbing tree work arborist work can provide the pricing that they provide the services that they provide and the knowledge base that they provide from true in life experience that you're going to find at gap i really like gap even if they weren't my sponsor i would be buying from them i'm telling you right now so go check out gaparborsupply.com and if you can't find what you're looking for on the website call them up. Kyle, Ray, or Austin will be more than happy to help you get what you need. And if they don't know at the top of their head, they won't just make up something. They'll look it up for you and get back to you. So check out gaparborsupply.com. Go check out their website, buy something for them, help them see my value as a sponsor or a sponsored show and keep us all happy. All right, we're also going to talk about WeaverArborist.com. Weaver is really working on a lot of new stuff right now. They've got new gear bags like the Cavern Bag Out, which I really like. They have old classics that are really good. Like, for instance, I have all of my rigging gear for, um, I'm sorry, not rigging gear, cabling and bracing gear in one of their old doctor style bags. I have my Makita drill in there and some extra batteries, the charger. I have um, all my rig guy supplies in there. I have my branch saver and the, um, oh, what is that stuff called? The um, abrasion guard, you know, uh, all in that one bag. And um, my auger bits, it's a large bag, but man, it's super handy to have for rigging gear or whatever you might want. So while it's not the newest product that they've put out by any means, it's totally worth the money. Plus, don't forget to check out their new rope bags, which are pretty stellar and awesome. And I also use their throw weights, which I really, really like. And my all-time favorite product that I've bought for them so far is a a set of pro cool pads for my spikes. I really like those things. They replaced the big buck pads that I had originally on my spikes and I love those. And um, they've got some really cool stuff coming out in the future as well. So keep an eye out on weaverarborist.com. Also, don't forget to check out gaparborsupply.com because you can buy Weaver uh, Weaver products through gaparborsupply.com. And last but not least, by any means, I have a new sponsor, which is ArbShirts.com. If you want to support Elevated Office directly as a listener of the show and a member of the community of Elevated Office, go check out ArbShirts.com. You can actually buy a a new design that I have up there. It's really, really cool. It features a silky saw, and um, you'll like it as soon as you see it. I'm almost positive. If you want to see a, a, a... photo of it to make sure it's the one that we're talking about then you can also check out um 
my Instagram. It's Eric, E-R-I-C underscore M-C-G-R-E-W. And I am posting just in a few minutes a photo of that up on the site as well on my Instagram feed. So let's get in to the blocks and pulleys that I use. Um, This is a topic that's very, very personal. It's like any gear. Some people have preferences. Some people have likes and dislikes and whatnot and whatever. So um, let's start with the least used that I have. So one of the least used pulleys that I have is a flame block. It's a stainless steel uh, housed, I want to say it's Stein, if I remember correctly. I know it's called the flame block. It's a good pulley. It's, it's not bad at all. I use it in the winter more because of just snow and water and whatnot and so on and so forth. Um, but to be honest, it's really robust. It, it, it really moves fairly smoothly and it does have a feature about it that I like, which is it doesn't have a quick spring pin attachment for the cheeks at the top and where it mounts. It's a screw that tightens um the the swivel cheek down and it keeps it in place and um in awkward positions it is a little bit hard i mean it's a little bit easier to get it aligned and get it shut than like the isc or the cmi quick pin uh, latch but it's heavy um so i don't use it a lot and it is also the edges of the steel are a little sharper than I would like. They're not sharp. Don't get me wrong. They've been deburred and and you know beveled and all that stuff. But the thinness of the plate, because it's stainless steel, so it doesn't have to be as thick as like aluminum or whatnot. But the the thickness of the plate, and then that tight radius breakover just makes it a little less um, soft on the rope than I would like. Especially if it gets kind of out of position or or off to a side or whatever. So is the block bad no it's not it's a super stable sturdy block you do have to in my opinion be more careful with how the block is going to move against rope under weight and things because it totally could cut the the rope under a heavy impact or it could abrade if it gets twisted somehow or if it gets wedged up against a branch collar uh, i mean a branch union or a trunk with gnarly bark and the rope is running more at a side angle toward the sheave versus a direct path um and that seems very unlikely but it's actually more possible than you would imagine um and the overall size of it is kind of big uh it leaves you to for a for less of a, a a good description, it leaves you less space in like pocket slings to slip through the pockets. So in tight applications, it's harder to get in and out of pocket slings, for instance. Um, I usually pretty much only use a dead eye sling or a whoopee sling on that particular block just because of that. It's easier to tie it off and untie it than it is trying to get it through a pocket sling. So um, it's a good block. It's heavy. And I don't like the fact that the cheeks are a little bit sharper edged than my other blocks. So um, just to keep that in mind, I do like the fact that it's stainless steel and um, it it's pretty resistant to weather. That being said, most of the aluminum blocks are too. So are you winning much there? Um, if you're on the coast and you're dealing with salt a lot, um, yeah, maybe. It would be better for you or really acidic 
terrains. Like if I was more toward Grand Junction and I was out in the adobes a lot where the soil is super alkaline, then yeah, I might look at that a little bit more. But where I'm at, um, the, the pros that it definitely has versus the cons don't really weigh out that much. So to be honest, it's like a last reserve block. If I need an extra redirect or if I need an extra one set up to to grab uh, the butt end of something or, you know, whatever, uh, to be to be quite frank. It's not my first to pull out. So thought I'd start with that one. And so there we go, the Stein Flame Block. It's good, but for me personally, it's too heavy, and I just don't feel as comfortable with the um, cheek plates being that thin for the safety of the rope. Now, that being said, um, the screw pin that holds the cheeks together does make it easier to slip in and out of pocket slings than like my ISC where the spring pin sticks out much further. So it is a much sleeker, narrower, um, or thinner, I should say not narrower, but thinner, uh, profile on that block. All right. So there we go with that. Now let's get into the blocks that I really like and I use all the time. And some of the differences between them and others in the market. Okay. So, um, I use quite a bit the ISC three inch diameter, half inch, um, sheath block that they have with the quick pin on it. Um, I bought mine as a kit. They, ha- they have a pre-made kit on gaparborsupply.com. It comes with a soft anchor system or what is it a soft anchor rigging sling that's it and so it's a pocket sling that they make up in-house out of 10x it has half inch 10x on it and it's stitched around the bushing of the um the um holding bushing of the uh pulley the block and it's it's fine i i really really like this setup um the, let's get on with the cons first. So the cons to me of this block are that the quick latch pin can be a little bit hard to get the cheek swiveled back into place and lined up because it's a very narrow fit, which makes it a tight fit when locked. But when you're in an awkward position, really extended, or it's behind a stem and you can't really see it, and you're having a hard time grabbing it, it can make it difficult to get the the cheek plate reset and locked, okay? That's one con to it. The second con to it is it's kind of bulky. Uh, it is cast or forged aluminum and all that like the ISC typically does. Um, beautiful in shape, of course, but just it is a little bit thick. It doesn't have a very sleek profile to it. Um, and so it is slightly bulky, uh, taking up space when you're using, especially like, um, a loopy runner or a, uh, a pocket sling and you have to stick it through pockets and it's kind of narrow and whatever. So that's a a con in my opinion, just makes it less convenient getting it reset and, uh, you know, installed in other places when you're dropping out spars or whatnot on it. Um, and then third is that the spring latch pin, while it actually is a pro and I'll talk about that in a minute, the con to it is, is that you have to really be careful about the orientation of your block, um, for two reasons. One, 
the spring latch pin can get pressed against a trunk or a stem. And if it's moved sideways at the same time as being pressed, it can actually rotate out and become unlocked. Very unlikely. Very unlikely. Understand that. But it can happen. Um, so that's inconvenient. Plus, that pin, when it gets reset and the spring is pushing the pin out and it's locked in place with the cheek, it sticks out quite a bit. So it can impede the rotation of your block against leads, branches, trunk bark, if it's like a very gnarly bark, um, preventing it from rotating for a direct line entrance to the sheave. Okay, now we'll talk about the pros of the cheeks and all that in a minute. So I don't feel like it causes an issue for excessive line wear, but it can impede a little bit just how it moves. And um, I do worry at times maybe that pin could get damaged and then I couldn't get it open easily. Um, so keep that in mind. And then third and last con to that pin is that because it does stick out so far, even in the latched position, so we're talking about when both cheek plates are in alignment and that pin is locked and the cheeks don't rotate, um, it sticks out enough to where getting it through a soft eye or a pocket sling it gets caught easily, especially um, if you've had to try to snug it up against a branch and you're not able to get access to the whole pocket, just like half of the pocket. You have to kind of squeeze it through and work that pin so it doesn't catch up on the the one leg of the pocket on the 10X sling. And if you know anything about 10X, 10X is very um, soft and open weave kind of and the the pin because of the shape of it kind of splits the fibers apart it splits the the strands apart and gets even more caught at times so that's less than convenient okay so just so you know um now the pros to the isc pulleys now i have a half inch sheave three inch diameter i want to say it is which i really like i use it probably 80 percent of the time when I'm using those pulleys. And then I also have a three quarter inch sheave, five inch or four inch um, diameter. It's pretty big. It's for my bull rope that I use with the Stein. And um, they both work the same way as to how they open and things. Um, I, I got to say, the the cheeks on the cheek plate material, while they're kind of thick and beefy because they're aluminum, they're not excessively heavy at all. I really like the weight of the pulleys. Um, you do know it's on your saddle usually, but it's not excessively heavy. The um, cheeks are have a very nice profile on the ends, and they don't tend to rub aggressively your rope at all, even if the pin does hold the pulley at less than an ideal entrance angle. It's not going to wear on your, uh, your rope at all. And, um, they move super fluidly, super smooth. I love the way the sheave rolls in these things. It's just so, so smooth. Um, so consistent and I've never loaded it either one of them to a point where I felt like it changed the, the friction pattern 
of the sheave rolling. It's just been constantly smooth. Unfortunately, we live in an area where even in yards, the dirt here is very fine and almost sandy clayish and um, never had a problem with it when you lay it on the ground or when it gets dropped in uh, I, um, oh, what is that style of blocking down um, whip block yeah um, where it gets put in the ground never had a problem with the bearings or bushings I don't even know if it's bushing or bearing oriented I would assume it's bearing but it just runs smooth and there it's just really nice do like this block quite a bit um, I do get deterred from using it at times because of the fact that those pins are hard to align in certain instances, just so you know. Um, one con that I did forget to mention about it is that it is aluminum. So if your silky hand saws, pole saws, or um, even if it clangs against like your chainsaw and the, the tooth on your chain hits it, it can nick it, making kind of a sharp sliver that can wear on your ropes. So it's good to keep like sandpaper with you. Um, I usually keep 600 grit and I just sand down those little burrs as they come. And that's with all aluminum products that I have. Um, not a bad idea to keep that on you just to keep things from nicking and shredding your rope slowly and sure, but surely. So that is one con to the aluminum, um, blocks and pulleys in general even slamming against trees hard enough can do that or if they get um if it's whip blocking or whip rigging you can get it um stay with us we'll be right back you love listening to podcasts but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast maybe you want to build a brand grow your business or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step -step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step -step guide to starting your podcast today. Uh, it can hit a rock on the ground or something like that. Okay. So, um, yeah, overall really great pulley. The price difference between the ISC pulley and the half inch rope sheave and the CMI pulley of the same size is that the CMI pulley is a little bit lighter weight. It's slightly more compact. I can't speak for bushing versus bearing quality in those two. But I do know that I've heard a lot of um, comments about the CMI pulley, the quick release pin, the spring on it being a weaker product, and it eventually collapses. And a lot of people have told me if you use it regularly, within a year, um, and then the pin won't stay in place. Evidently, you can send it back to CMI and they can put a new spring or something like that in it, I've heard. But honestly, the ISC pulley has not had that problem. Everybody says that they've used it for years. The spring doesn't give out. And I want to say it's $30 more. So in my opinion, to avoid the hassle and stuff, I'd save, I'd, I'd spend the extra 30 bucks is what I'm saying and just get the ISC pulley. Um, ISC just tends to have a better reputation in general. Um, not that CMI makes terrible stuff, but I, I do know I can speak personally from um, personal friends who are engineers in the arborist industry um, and my own perception of product 
uh, analysis that the ISC products are better than the CMI products. So comparable in certain ways, but definitely not the same quality product. Just so you know, love my ISC blocks, really great products. Um, definitely worth a look at if you're into um, a new block and you need something that's compact, uh, lightweight, you know, relatively speaking for the size that it is, uh, depending on if you're looking at a three quarter or the half inch and, um, worth the money. It's not a terrible price at all. So, um, yeah, like those quite a bit. So another pulley that I use quite a bit in rigging is the Pinto pulley. Um, I've used Pinto pulleys individually. Uh, I like Pinto pulleys because, um, well, let's go into the cons. I'm sorry. I should start with the cons because I've been doing the cons on everything else first. So Pinto pulley cons is that the cheek plates are not swivel um, optional. So you always have to feed your line all the way through or you have to unclip your carabiner and or uh, ungirth hitch your um, pulley and you have to, um, uh, I mean your sling and you have to... F- midline attached that way which means you can potentially accidentally drop it easier okay if you're disconnecting your pulley from some you know sling or carabiner if not you have to feed the pulley or the rope through the pulley so it's essentially like using a um same idea as natural crotching or um a ring in the sense that it's harder you have to take the end all the time and and put it through if you're moving your block around okay um so that being said it's still a very good product um i like the becket on the bottom that um you can hook other pulleys and different things to um i've used it individually and i've also used it with um the rigging wrench which i have which includes a, a pinto pulley um Really, really smooth, good weight capabilities as far as force loads and, and what it can handle. Um, compact. One thing to keep in mind, I don't know if it's really a con, but it's definitely something to keep in mind is that um, there it, it only accepts certain kinds of carabiners well because the cheek plates are so far apart at the top that you need to be careful like tying a sling directly to it's not a great idea because if it gets loaded real heavy it could collapse those cheeks and maybe fracture them so like an oval beaner or maybe even a pear shaped i've never tried a pear shape but an oval beaner is definitely recommended because it allows that spacing to be like it needs to check the dmm um recommendations on it for small rigging it's definitely a good product. Um, I like that uh, pulley. It's long-lasting, looks beautiful, feels good in the hand, lightweight, has a decent weight capacity, and yeah, it just runs really smooth. So um, overall, the, the another con, I guess, is the price. It's kind of expensive for what it is, but when you think about the value of it, how many years of use you can get out of it for the, the price you pay, it, I think it's worth it. So there you go, okay? Now, my favorite pulleys, my favorite blocks of all time that I've used so far are the Rock Exotica Omni blocks. Um, I can't say enough about these blocks. Um, Cons, expensive. Okay, they are very expensive. Um, Con, I don't think they're technically rated for impact 
And I don't mean that they can't handle impact. I don't think they've been stated as rated with certain impact loads like a like a lot of the rigging blocks have been. So keep that in mind. I, I'm not speaking out of experience. I haven't found any information saying one way or another. But that makes me think that it hasn't been. okay. Whereas others are like um, impact load versus weight load. This one just seems to give you the weight capacity. So um, do a little bit more research on that before you take it as law by any means. Um, but the the key features to these are are beautiful, beautiful. So I'm a sucker for sexy equipment, and this stuff is some of the most just like DMM and ISC in my opinion. It's just craftsmanship, right? It's just beautiful. It's sculpted pieces of functional equipment. And this stuff, it just makes me want to use it, to be quite frank. I, I really like these these blocks. Um, Rock Exotica, if you ever want to send me some, feel free to do so. I would be stoked on that. Anyway, um, I know you won't because I know people who have worked for you. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is they have a swivel attachment point on top of the blocks that allows the block to rotate independently of the attachment point which is really nice keeps it very nicely oriented make sure that um, impacts are along the lines of where the ropes are um, to keep things moving smoothly and if that's done right the side of the the pulley should hit something like a trunk or a branch before the rope would uh, the the cheek plates are um nicely rounded over never had any issues where i felt like it was going to cut or abrade aggressively my line um they are thinner it has a much thinner profile so it's a it's beautifully constructed and just compact uh they have them in multiple sizes now they do have a max rope diameter and i want to say the omni block uh maybe be i may be speaking out of turn but i want to say the largest one that i've seen is five eighths rope um, for at what we're talking about with the Omnis of that size, I think they have an industrial one that's like absurdly pricey and it can do three quarter, but we're not, I mean, it's way outside of the range of what most arborist blocks are, if I remember correctly. Um, so it's not probably going to be the option you're going to go for, for a three quarter inch heavy rigging block, unless you use it all the time and you just need something like that. Um, so the, the pros to this thing are amazing. Um, the attachment points do grow in size according to the overall size of the block that you're using. So you can fit, um, you can girth hitch, uh, like loopy runners through it or tie, um, half inch slings through the smaller ones. When you get into the bigger ones, you can use like loopy runners or 10x slings, girth hitch them through there or a dead eye sling that's like five eighths or three quarter. Um, in the biggest block of the uh, half or five eighths rope sheave um, pulleys, they also have a nice designed attachment point that when you use carabiners to attach them it keeps it evenly loaded in a vertical orientation um and the best feature of all well they run super smoothly they they are like butter and just really good but the best feature of all for me is that these are easily 
one hand operational. I, I can hold a 5 eighths inch rigging rope in my hand and open the cheek plate, put the rope in and close it all with one hand for two reasons. One, the button style opening and open closure system is amazing and it's a two-step open so you push the button you slip the cheek plate you push the button again and slip it again then you put the rope in then you click it once and click it twice so it has a safety catch and the button is recessed enough that it won't easily be pressed by something if it hits like a nub or whatnot but it's big enough that your thumb can easily push it in and and open it right um so it's the push button system that uh, makes it easily openable and operational with one hand but also because it's on a pulley i mean a swivel attachment point you can orient it very easily with one hand to get your thumb in an ergonomic position and open and close this thing it's amazing i i mean legitimately it's pretty amazing i thought it was just overpriced and overrated and then zephyr comes on board and he's got them and now i'm like uh now that zephyr's leaving me i'm i'm stuck without omni pulleys i gotta go buy some but they can be pricey, so keep that in mind. Um, I love using those over everything else, but definitely I could live without them with my ISC pulleys. But if I don't have to live without them, I'm going to own the Omnis, right? So I'll probably end up buying me two or three Omni pulleys, to, to be fair. I just really like them. Um, so that's just a personal preference. Just keep that in mind. Never underestimate the power of small tending pulleys with metal sheaves and uh, especially like the pinto pulleys or those that have bearings in them. Uh, for very light rigging, you can totally use those. Um, the rigging wrench has a pinto pulley on it, so I guess it kind of fits into the pulley range. I like that device a lot. We'll talk about it a little bit more another day. But yeah, so for now, this is as far as I'm going with rigging so I don't bore you guys to death with equipment. And we'll get into other topics in the next episode. Which topics? I'm not exactly sure right yet. But I'll make sure that it's an interesting topic for you guys. At least I'm trying to. And we will get into that here very, very soon in episode 23. So thanks for stopping by and checking out episode 22 all about rigging pulleys and my preferences and thank you guys for listening to elevated office podcast don't forget to go by and check out the shirts available at arbshirts.com rep the fact that you are a climbing arborist or an arborist tree guy whatever you can buy them in various um, ways for different people uh, you can even buy them in kids clothes for your kids or whatnot and also don't forget to check out gaparborsupply.com they are stellar i buy everything from them and then also don't forget weaverarbors.com who i'm super stoked to be a product analyst for and also very very stoked to have the opportunity to be an innovator for them and we'll continue to mention new products as they come out with that in mind all right so thanks once again don't forget to spread the word about elevated office podcast if you want a sticker Hit me up. I'll send you one. I've been lackadaisical on it lately, so I apologize to everybody who's due a sticker. I'm getting back on track with it, and I'll see you guys all in the next episode. Take care.